Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Well, it's official. They put out the opinion on the uh, case of Dobbs versus Jackson's women's health facility that officially overturned Roe v. Wade and now we have to go through the crazy outrage all over again just like when it was leaked. I feel like more. I feel like it'll be more though. Yeah. More angry. I kind of wanted to start the show today saying uh so pretty slow news week. Not a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, if we don't hit on some topics <laughs> that you are expecting or wanting, there's a lot to oh, talk about. Lot. So, yeah. The thing that strikes me about the Roe v. Wade and the re- reaction to, you know, people being so upset is it belies one of two things. Either one, they, they just don't understand that all this does is give the states the opportunity to, you know, write different legislation. Um, but if no, state, if no state changes any laws as they stand right now, absolutely nothing changes in this country. Right. And, and, I mean, um, they already did, though. So there already are laws on the I, books, yeah, on there. But I'm saying is the laws are on the books as of today. If nobody writes any new laws, nothing changes. No, I'm saying that the actual decision triggered those laws that already triggered had laws the trigger that are already laws in on place. The books. 13 Correct. states basically within the next 30 days go to um, abortion is illegal. So okay, it does so, change something. Clinics. Okay, but here's, so here's the other thing, though. So one, people don't understand because of the way news media is couching it or two they know they're in the majority or i'm sorry the minority because this is going to go to the states and people can then elect legislators to carry out their desires you know in the area of roe v wade if they're for, fearful that abortions are going to be restricted then they know that they are in the minority while they act like this is some great tragedy against democracy and that their their outrage just belies what they what they say they know they're in the minority so there's like i guess two things or like responses that i would want to address with this and so the first is what you know you said about them not understanding on the abortion side of this. And then another thing people claiming about it, oh, they're not going to stop here. What about the right, the same-sex marriage, right to contraception, uh, interracial marriage, and I'll get to that later. But the first one that you say to them not understanding, this doesn't do anything in terms of, like it just goes to the states. And I posted, all these people, I, w- I don't do a ton, but I was going through Instagram stories and it was like, what an interesting mix I'm getting of people sharing things on both sides, people outraged and people happy. But uh, I didn't find anything I wanted to share. And I was like, I'm going to share my own words because that's better. So I tweeted and posted on Facebook and then put it on my Instagram story. But my take was that the SCOTUS decision overturning Roe v. Wade is a win for constitutional integrity, but it's far from upholding an inherent right to life. And like you said, it goes back to the states. The pro-life movement must espouse the value of all human life, regardless of stage of development, age, race, sex, class, ability, etc., and change the hearts and minds of this nation. And the church in particular must demonstrate grace and love, offer hope, and give emotional, spiritual, and material support to women who find themselves lost, scared, or feeling like they have no options. If we encourage giving up children for adoption as an option, we must also be fostering or adopting and providing loving homes for those children. Far more important than talking the talk is walking the walk. So there's still, like, I'm saying a lot of work to do. And then also, as we're winning and there are more children than in need and women in need of support, we have to also support those people. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's um, been interesting to watch uh, the pro-abortion activists um, attack, firebomb, whatever, uh, pregnancy life centers that are trying to do exactly what you say you know they claim oh you only care about that the baby is born you don't do anything you know afterwards well a lot of these pregnancy life centers are set up to help the mother through the pregnancy process but also then get a firm foothold in life they're there to support them i mean i i go into our local one and they've got all kinds of things that are brought in and donated you know uh 
diapers and, and, and clothes at various stages, toys, uh, you know, different things that you need, just all kinds of things you need to raise small children. They're all there being made available to help support these women as they have these new lives. And yet the pro-abortion abor folks, this is, they're attacking these places and, 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 you know, vandalizing and arson and all these things. So, you, you know, you can't have it both ways. Right. And to listeners who are pro-life people saying these things, go look up Google Crisis Pregnancy Center in your town or area and reach out, see what you can do to get involved. I would say the first thing you should do is petition the city that you live in to put a fire hydrant right next to the pro-life center because they're going to need it. I've also seen people and posts of people saying, oh, don't think they're going to stop here. And this isn't just women and all this stuff. And saying that because of this was original because the Roe v. Wade and then the Casey case were upheld on the right to privacy, that this then puts in jeopardy all other decisions that were also um, decided based on that same right to privacy. And I just want to say to those people, clearly you have not read the opinion. Yeah, but they probably I, read Justice Thomas's agreement because I have, it kind of does say that maybe those yes. cases should be revisited. Yes, but that is separate. The reason that that is his in his concurring opinion is because it was not in the overall opinion by all of the justices. That was an added on. And they go so hard, even actually, even in Thomas's opinion, concurring opinion he also specifically states that this should not be uh used this decision this case should not be used to decide in any other um decision or in any case that has nothing that doesn't have to do with abortion he's saying if we're gonna if we're gonna go back and look at those we need to look at them separately now the i have read the entire syllabus and i went through also the opinion i didn't go through the dissenting opinion yet people but i read far more than i am sure pretty much anyone listening to this read and there are i pulled multiple excerpts where they explicitly they went so hard to say this will not change those cases i will link the actual supreme court document text to the opinion and everything laid out but you will see in there if you read it multiple times the Justices going out of their way in the opinion to say that this case has no bearing on those other cases, such as same-sex marriage and the right to contraception and all those other things, interracial marriage, and you can read it for yourself. Yeah, and and that it should and that this case should not be used when, if ever Correct. those other cases do come up, this case they should need, not be used yeah. as any kind of precedent for those cases. Yes, did they should you be see, judged, re-judged on their own merit if they come back up. Did you see, maybe it was months ago now, where somebody said, I think it was when the opinion was leaked originally, um, someone said that they were going to use this to go after interracial marriage. Right. And they said specifically, I saw some person say that uh, Clarence Thomas wanted to divorce his wife, yeah. but he didn't want to do it directly. So instead he would overturn interracial marriage so that he would have to. That is the stupidest thing. In order to get out of paying alimony, I'm going to change, reinterpret the Constitution so I don't have to just simply divorce my wife. The federal It'll be government, like it never happened. The federal government will tell me I have to uh, have to end the marriage and therefore I won't be on the hook for alimony. Man, hey. he is so smart. Genius. Once uh, Katanji, uh, uh, affirmative action Jackson, once she gets on the court, there will be two... A black man and a black woman on the court, both right. of which are married to In white interracial people. interracial marriages. So they will yes. both have to end their marriages as soon as they decide they want to leave their spouses, I guess. Maybe Clarence Thomas, though, is going to put in a grandfather clause so where he could remain married, but it would keep Axon Jackson off of the court. <laughs> because she's in an unjustifiable, unconstitutional marriage. Correct. I saw... Okay, this is uh, ridiculous. What's... Uh, Anita Hill was trending on Twitter today. Everyone's saying Anita Hill was right. Anita Hill was right. And you know what? I don't even About, know what this has to do with that. Yeah, she had nothing to do with abortion. They're like, we have absolutely nothing to attack Clarence Thomas on. Let's use his say that his wife is a 
is a crazy January 6th conspirator, and let's also bring out the woman that provably he did not assault. That's all we got. People don't think. This is like a, a, a post I saw today by one of our favorite people who said that now that the court decided that Christian schools have to have funds made available to them that are also made available to secular private schools, that now um, you know religious organizations have to start paying taxes. And so I posted, this is so, it's so simple to know this with a, just a speck of understanding and thinking about it. All private schools function as nonprofits and none of them pay taxes, regardless of what their affiliation or non-affiliation is with any religion. Yes. Now, I also want to say that that's flat out not what that decision did. That decision only allowed you to do that. If the school district that you were in already had a program to allow you to take your tax dollars to another school, they were saying that you should only be allowed to do it at, um, you know, a secular non-religious private right. schools, a non-religious private school. And right. the only the thing that the decision did was say, no, if you're allowed to take your money to a to a secular private school, then you can also take it to a religious private school. This does not right. across the board allow you to take your tax dollars from your private school or from your public school to a private school in the same town. It does not do that. It only says, yes, you can use it for religious schools if where you live has that program. That's it. Right, because that was the case. In that local school district, there was money that could go, federal tax money that was going to secular private schools, and sectarian schools were saying, why can't we get it? Yes, this is not across-the-board school choice. That is not what this is. I want to go back, though, to the, the and tie in something with the Roe v. Wade uh, and on a larger, we have a conundrum now on the left. Um, the World Economic Forum, I, you guys probably heard or saw this clip. Uh, one of their advisors, big, you know, influential advisor, a guy named Yuval Harari, um, made a statement that was, he asked the question, as you know, we're moving forward in this new brave world that we have, the brave new world. What do we do? This was the big question. What would do? What do we do with the useless people? So I watched it, and I'll link it, the video. Um, basically, yes, he's saying there's a growing number of he calls them useless people, and he su- makes some suggestions like keeping them docile with drugs and video right. games, which is kind of already happening. And he's talking about the future being AI, and that. The second industrial revolution is the products are going to be not textiles, machines, vehicles. It's going to be the humans themselves. We're going to produce bodies and minds. And he talks about AI. And basically, anybody who doesn't opt into this and get these like AI chips and all this stuff, that they are going to be useless. Yes, he talks in about this, pro- in this economy. Yeah, he talks about producing bodies and minds. I mean, that they're the product. You produce them. They're not. It's not a system where we now, you know, have relationships, fall in love, you know, babies are born because into into the family unit and all. That. It's about it's producing this producing people, bodies and minds. That's brave new world. It's crazy, but I I how how does the left take that approach? And at the same time, I mean, with what we're saying about with the Roe v. Wade, the Roe v. Wade decision is saying that you have. Uh, every, everybody has worth. Everybody has intrinsic value because we're created in the image of God. So the, adult, the, the adults on the left are okay with killing babies before they're born or maybe for some short period afterwards. And I don't know that it—how does, does the Roe v. Wade decision say that it has—yes, they bring up a little bit of the idea of we can't talk about viability or what's a, a potential life— and that we can't define it, therefore. But they don't, I mean, they don't say, they don't make abortion illegal because of life. They're just saying it's not in the Constitution. Right. Yeah, they're, they just said states now get to decide if life is valuable. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm, without laying out 12 intermediate steps here, the, the long, the big picture is, is that there are states that are going to decide because we know that this is a, that, that life yes. is valuable. And there's a reason why it's valuable. Now, it could be just simply there are going to be people who say, "Well, I don't think we should have abortion because this is a living, this is a living entity." 
there are a lot of others who are going to say um, abortion shouldn't be legal because this is a living body. It's a life, and that life has value because it's created in the image of God. Uh, People, adults on the left who are—I won't even just say that—people who are pro-abortion are saying that's not a life. There's not an intrinsic value because if you believe there was an intrinsic value, you wouldn't end that life. But But if you don't think it's a life— but those yeah. say, but You're see, saying two things. The thing is, is that they think it is a life. Some of them, yes, think it's a life and don't care. That's a very small, there's a very, very small portion of the pro-abortion crowd that is that intellectually honest, that has argued, yes, this is a life, but we can kill it anyways because that's the only way women will ever have equality with men. Yeah, that's but what a, you're that's saying, an infinitesimally small portion of that crowd. What you're saying as far as the people who don't believe it's life then of course they wouldn't assign value to it because they don't think it's life. Right, but you don't know where I'm going with this. My point is, is that adults who are okay with ending these lives, some of them are adults who Yuval Harari wants to end their life because they are useless lives. What are they going to do then? How are they going to argue? How are they going to argue? I'm alive. But they don't have any value. They have no value. Yeah, so that would just but be the they small. Don't think yeah, that, that would the, just yeah, be the small group you're talking that about. The, that correct. yes, it is life, but I should still be able to end it anyway. That would apply to to those people. My point is, nobody thinks their life is useless or valueless. But somebody on the World Economic Forum is going to decide that you are a useless life. You add n- no net gain. To, to this world, therefore we should be able to, believe me, it's, he might say we're going to just occupy them with drugs and video games. No, they're going to want to kill you. Well, that's why we also see the acceptance, the um, increasing acceptance of euthanasia. But, I mean, everywhere. do you get my point? People that say... <laughs> I get your point, but yeah. so that very, at the same that, time yeah, you're that, saying... You're arguing against yourself. That things. very small group yeah. of people... Hang on. That very small group of people that you're saying will be honest and say, yes, it's a life, but we should be able to end it anyway. Those are the people who would agree with the World Economic Forum that they should be able to kill you because you're useless. Not the entire left, because the majority of the left will say you can kill them because it is not a life. Therefore, you're talking about the people who say it is a life, but we should be able to kill it anyway. My only point is there's one point here what we think that we're arguing for oftentimes we're going to be thrown into that hopper and it's going to come back to bite us too i'm not going to disagree with that statement so so when you start saying abortion is okay you better understand that there are people out there that someday are going to want to abort you at age 36 who are we talking about what do you mean who am i talking about who are we going to abort people that the world economic forum has determined is a useless life so, yeah, so they're just saying that life itself is not valuable. It's if you give me what I want. <laughs> it's well, is, why, is it somebody it else be... is determining it. Somebody else outside of yeah. you gets to determine whether or not you have any value and whether or not you should continue to live. And in a godless worldview, it makes sense because why would there be value yeah. to life if you're just a random collection of molecules so by happen chance? So I've yeah. always thought that that was one of the things um, with I mean, communism is that they kill a lot of people, and it's because life is less valuable than the ideology. The, the ideology itself is more important, is, is more important, and it is put at a higher level than life. So you may be life, and we'll admit that you're life, but if it's not life that falls in line with the ideology, it's worth less. Yeah, people just always assume that they're going to be on the side that wins or survives or makes the rules and a lot of people aren't going to be and you're going to have other people who are determining that you're not valuable you're not you're not useful to society and you are a net drain on society therefore we need to eliminate you and those people who are going to be said to to be a net drain and should be eliminated are a lot of them are people who support abortion and so what you are arguing for for an infant is going to be come back and is going to bite you uh, if these people get to continue to move forward in what they want to see the world turn into. In fact, I would argue that the most valuable people to society will be the ones that 
think that life is sacred. And then when you kill all the useless people, the pendulum would shift because only people that are useful would be left. And the useful people, I think, are right leaning. Well, except you would be not useful. You'd be you you might not be deemed useless, but you could be deemed dangerous. I am dangerous. Yeah, in which case they might eliminate you also. That's fair. I'm a dissenter. Want to talk about another Supreme Court decision? Oh, you mean the guns? Yes. I thought you'd never ask. Let's talk about guns. Everyone that said, okay, this does not expand gun rights. I saw some of that statements. It does not expand gun rights. It upholds the constitutional gun rights. It, it fights back at people restricting the rights that were there, not expanding them, just giving them back. Yes. So for background, the Supreme Court decided on a New York law, but also applies to, I believe, 13 states. But basically that have similar that have similar laws in place that they were too strict. The what you have to go through to get a a permit to carry a weapon is too strict because you have to they want just cause of why you need to carry. And the Supreme Court ruled that that was um, a restriction of that was not constitutional. Yeah, that 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 part was a violation of the Second Amendment itself. And then there was a separate thing in New York specifically where there was like a tiered concealed carry, like a a tiered permit system where you could have permits to carry, then like permits to carry in public, and then some permits that restricted you from certain areas. And that what they said was a violation of the 14th Amendment. Well, and I think they also used the 14th um, equal protection under the law overall because they said you can't um you can't not grant someone a a permit just because they have a general desire for self-defense as opposed to the people who had specific threats that you were you were separating those two groups and you can't do that that's the difference between the the may may grant and shall grant yes and i used to live I've lived in both. I lived in California in a May issue state. And luckily I lived in, and then it's determined by your sheriff. Luckily I lived in, by luckily I mean purposefully, lived in a county in which I knew that all I had to say was I, whatever, I could say anything. I volunteer at my church. And here's a story about somebody who shot up a church. And they'd say, great, you can have your weapon. Um, But for a lot of people in a lot of counties, it's much more difficult. Now I live in a county or a state in which if you go through the training, you can be issued. Yeah, shall issue will give you a permit. You don't have to give a reason. Um, May issue, you have to give a reason. I know uh, it's New York, California, Massachusetts, Hawaii, states like that where you've had to give reasons. I They were right there. Of course, there. I, would, I would clarify that the shall issue states, you still have to be legally allowed to yeah, you oh, can't yeah. be a felon. have a weapon. I just want to, you know, just in case. And and again, it's not like anybody. That doesn't mean that anybody can get one just because it's a a shall issue state. There's 25 states with permitless carry. Um, We were we were right there. In all honesty, I wanted this decision to go a little bit further. I wanted them to say that fees and licensing themselves are restrictions. I mean, a fee to get that license put in place, that's a tax, a tax on a constitutionally protected right. That is the crazy part to me is they they were so close and they I think they just didn't go far enough and it and that decision absolutely would have been in the purview of this case. Yeah, but it but Keep in mind, it was a 6-3 decision, the same 6-3 as the Dobbs-Jackson case, and you can bet your rear end that, uh, what's his face? Roberts. Uh, Justice Roberts isn't wasn't uh, up for a constitutional carry. Yeah, but okay, give me 5-4 constitutional carry. I don't care. I, know. I don't yeah. need Roberts. But there's probably some other, I don't know what, 
Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are. We're already at half the states with constitutional carry anyway. And basically what you are saying then is if the if the fee and if the licensing is a restriction, then you're saying, yes, half the country that requires you to get a permit is allowed. Those states are allowed to restrict your constitutional right. There are very few things that the federal government is supposed to protect. And this is actually one of them. This is yeah. one of the very few things that states aren't allowed to supersede and we're letting them i think an unfortunate thing here because you're right and that would have been in the purview of this case and so i think it's not a good sign for the the future of that decision to be made unless someone brings that specific case next time i i don't know how you'd overturn anything i don't know how you'd overturn any law that a state or a municipality tried to implement that freed up people carrying guns. How could you possibly overturn that if it went to the Supreme Court and they just pointed the Second Amendment and say shall not be infringed? So any state that wants to allow constitutional carry, any legal organization or whatever that wants to bring suit against them, there's no way they win their suit. Well, no, that's not, we're talking that's about not in the reverse. In play though. here, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about um, suing a state that does require you to essentially pay a tax. Right, you have a case. To, I don't know how they yeah, decide. Yeah, to pay but a, you tax have a case to exercise your your right. Um, I don't know because I've heard a lot of legal experts say that the way that um, Thomas worded it, because he wrote the main part of the gun bill, that. It basically puts all gun laws at risk in in some way or another. There because the, he was talking yeah, specifically he's about brilliant, he, and he yeah. probably did that very much on purpose. Well, he was talking about the way that the Ninth Circuit deals with gun cases, state to state, and he said you can't do that. That's wrong. You have to decide the same for every state. You can't decide that this law in California is this. And, you know, this law right. in Utah is this. You have to decide the same right. every time. And so he really stuck it to the lower federal courts. Well, good, and... because that stuff has to come to an end because they're a federal court. Yes. They only they only rule on federal law. That, that's their only purview. Yes, but they're ruling like on a state to state basis. But, and, but they can't. And Thomas they have is to saying do that you can't in do context that. of federal law. Yes. So. It, it does put all gun laws at risk, and I Alito's agree. Alito's um, um, decision that went along with the main decision by Thomas on the, I call it NIRPA, because it's easier than saying New York Rifle Pistol Association. I think that I I make a movement right now that we refer to this case forever <laughs> as NIRPA, so I don't have to say the whole thing, and why RPA, um, but Alito's was just as strong and he even went into um you know the argument of what on earth would these laws have done to prevent somebody from committing a crime anyway right i, th I what think we've the, all said i think there's pro this new proposed um gun legislation that they've just allowed it to continue on went in the process the right yep. i i i could easily see how if this went to the supreme court that it would be overturned oh yes absolutely the red flag things in it, ex expansions in it, or yes. And all kind, yeah, there's all kinds of backdoor ways to restrict and, and create right. a registry. Of They're offering $750 million to a state that is willing to even, you know, start to put in place these red flag laws. They're going to do it. Of course they're going to do it. Uh, it's that? it's like it, okay. It's so they're the same, bribing them. It's the exactly. It's the yeah. same problem I had with hospitals being given a certain amount of money per positive COVID case. Right. You're monetarily and encouraging they're them. They're given more money when they get put on a ventilator yes. and when they die. I, and if if they start paying the stage, which I could absolutely see them doing this, because if I was on the other side, I would. Your federal funding is determined by how many dangerous criminals you take guns away using red flag laws. We, and we, so I, if I were on the other side, I would absolutely them. have put that in right. to incentivize them to take as many guns as possible. We allow Planned Parenthood to be financially incentivized to kill babies and sell their body parts for profit. Yes. 
It's insane. Thing. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not doing the same thing, but with guns. So when this came out, a friend uh, from California that I had spent time with, well, I have my CCW, I saw on their Instagram story something about the expansion of gun laws and, you know, as a negative, saying more people in California can have guns, all this stuff. And I almost wanted to reply. Are you aware that often when we hung out together, I was carrying a gun? <laughs> Do I sh- should have. I would have. Well, I'll tell you who it was. Later? In a mess, or I'll cut it, because I'm not going to put that. But it was, so I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have to beep that. Yeah, I know. Well, also, I feel it. like she would have known. Yeah, she I feel like she know. knew. Yeah. Like I, like I said, you know, I don't know. I may have commented on this last time, but I, I sometimes I just want. I, I like to boil things down to their very simplest form to make the point, and that is, I think, again, I don't know where I said this. You could take the exact guns that the guy used in Uvalde, lay them in the middle of the floor in the school, and let them lay there for a thousand years, and they'll never hurt a single person. It's not the gun. It's not the gun. And now that you brought up Uvalde. Yes, I want to get into that so bad. Oh my gosh. It is worse every single day. It's like a cover-up at this point. If you just search for the uh, for the still images that came from the camera system in the school, and sh- and it'll it will tell you what time that was taken at. Well, and we it was know. taken fifty five minutes. There were men with shields and rifles, body armor, in the hallway of that classroom fifty five minutes before they went in there, and they stood there and they listened to the gunshots the whole time. We know that they're now in this what's coming out that three minutes after. He entered, and, and the shooting started inside the school. There were armed officers there that could have gone in. Armed with, I believe, ARs and shields that could have gone in. Three minutes. And then this, th- this went on This went on then for another a total of 77 minutes, 74 minutes with officers there that could have reacted. They also straight up lied about trying to get the keys from the janitor because the door was locked at this point we know they never tried the door we all know we know more than that i saw uh, someone testifying just today um it wasn't testified today i saw the video today he showed the exact door he goes we can bring one in and demonstrate it for you if you'd like this door cannot be locked from the inside even the teacher cannot lock it from the inside it can only be locked by going out into the hall and using a key to turn the key to lock it from the outside i yeah that's yeah at this point it is a, it is like a full scale cover up because they can't even they're trying to do freedom of information act requests they have and lawyers they yeah, working they have to stop the freedom of information. Act. Yes. No body camera footage, no radio communication. I don't even know if they are able at this point to FOIA the 911 call center calls. I haven't heard any of that. Um, one of the there was an off duty officer who um, his wife was one of the teachers and he tried to go in and he was detained and disarmed while his wife on the phone told him i'm bleeding she was alive she bled out she died yeah they uh, took his weapon and they restrained him from going in and i believe that the other adult that was killed wasn't she also the wife of an officer because i saw another skill uh, another still shot um of them standing in the hallway and it actually pointed out one of the officers specifically and said this guy's wife was the other teacher who died and he's just standing in the hallway as they hear gunshots how could you do that yeah i don't know it's it's um yeah there's there's so much there's so much wrong um and i've got so much problem and and I'm getting so much more upset with police. Um, you know, I, I'm not anti-law and order, but I'm really 
having a problem with the way that the police are being because the police have been taken over by um, they've been they've been made a political weapon. Um, th- there's so much wrong with it. Um, they're at the most fundamental level, and our Congress people are the same way. Military people are the same way. They all take oaths to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And then, because they become politicized, they begin to be used in ways that are contradictory to the Constitution. You have to have brave, principled people that will stand up and say, you might be my boss, you might be the legislature, you might be, but I will... I will not, I cannot do that because it violates the most basic um, principle that I swore to uphold. You cannot turn me into a, you know, a Gestapo. That, that's not my role. And, and then you have, and then the people leading these are weak men. They are politicians looking out only for self-preservation. That's what you have in this Uvalde police officer that has basically lied at every stop every step this is what you have in mark milley and lloyd austin these military leaders they are weak men looking out to protect their own political interests and they are corrupting everything and everybody below them is corrupted because of it it's just c.s lewis wrote about this in men without chest uh chapter one i think i guess it is in in the fall of man um People that are, don't have bravery and integrity and in what it does to our system when nobody will stand up and, and, and simply do what is right because they lack courage. And we have a rampant, random, rampant epidemic of it in our country and in our so-called leadership positions. That may be in chapter one of The Fall of Man, uh, but I'll tell you something. We're way past chapter one of The Fall of Man. Yes. I don't know how many chapters there are, but it feels like we're about 75% way through the book. But but so my point is what do we do about that? What 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 how does that be addressed? I mean, you talked about the police officer whose wife was shot and called him and says, "I'm in here, I'm shot and I'm, I'm dying." Yeah. What do you died. do? Um what CS Lewis is basically contending is you do whatever you take. If you have to shoot the person who's trying to stop you from going in and rescue your your wife, then so be it. I mean, that's what I think he's saying. Yeah, whoever whoever detained me, I would hold somewhat responsible for the death of my wife, without a doubt. I think you could charge some of these people with criminal criminal, criminal, criminal negligent homicide. Yes. Yeah. Because they just, to, to stand in the hallway and hear gunshots, I l- literally cannot imagine. I cannot imagine that. This is how conspiracy theories are born. Because it seems, I mean, of all the crazy conspiracy theories that you could think of, that this was on purpose, that this was some kind of red flag, that seems more logical to me than red-blooded American men armed to the teeth standing in the hallway and listening to children be shot. The conspiracy theory makes more sense to me. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's an amazing thing. Um... I want to read this. Now I'm sad. I want to read this short excerpt. This says, Men Without Chest is the curious title of the first chapter of C.S. Lewis's Abolition of Man. In the book, Lewis explains that the chest is the one of the indispensable liaison officers between cerebral man and the visceral man. It may even be said that it is the middle element that man is man. For by his intellect, he is mere spirit, and by his appetite, mere animal. Without chest, they are unable to to have confidence that we can grasp objective reality and you can... I think it's more like heart. Does he mean like heart? This is a different... In a sort of ghastly simplicity, we remove the organ and demand the function. We make men without chest and expect of them virtue and enterprise. We laugh at honor and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. We castrate and bid the gelding be, be fruitful. I hope we can return these kinds of virtues um, with elections, but they, they have to be returned somehow. 
the people that get that run for office and state their positions and then hopefully are elected need to need to make it clear that we are going to return to this kind of America with or without them. That's kind of what it sounded like, because you said, I hope we can do it with elections. I hope we can do it with it elections. it has to be done regardless. It has to be done. Yes. If, if we're going to continue to be the country that we were founded to be, then it has to be done. Oh, yeah, that's over. I thought we had all agreed that that was over. Well, I, I, you have a little bit of hope when you see some uh, a woman in the Rio Grande of Texas win as a Republican for the first time in 150 years. Hispanic. Yes. yes, but I would argue that it's not staying the America that we are. It's going back to the America we were. Okay. Literally make America great again because we are already not what we were. Okay, I can take that. Yeah. I, I, I can buy that. But it's, it's going in reverse. And by the way, that's why when if Republicans are able to win the midterms, you cannot be stagnant. You cannot do nothing. Trust me. Nobody loves government shutdowns more than me, but let's use it for once. I don't, in, this is the one time ever where we've gone so far one way. I don't want a government shutdown because I don't want to stay where we are. I want to go back. In another kind of good news story of people maybe being overly excited about this statement, people like conservative people, uh, the International Swimming Federation has stated they released a press release basically stating that they will not allow biological males to compete with females. And you might think, which is a good thing. But it's not exactly what you might think. They are creating a separate open category for transgender athletes to compete in. But the other thing is that this bars biological males who have gone through puberty from competing. So if you transition before the age of 12, by the age of 12, then you could still compete nope, with the that's women. Worse. So now we're just in, exactly. That's worse. It's now really we're encouraging them to start transitioning to, earlier. Yeah, right, you're incentivizing correct. that behavior. And Way of course, worse. This is an organization that's recognized by the uh International Olympic Committee, but of course the international so you would think this would carry over into the Olympics so we wouldn't have biological men competing in women's sports in the Olympics. But of course the IOC came out opposing it, stating their opposition. I, what about all this let's tie with with what I just talked about men without chest, tied this into the um, trans debate trying to get all these men to become women. Um, Those aren't men without chests. No, 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 Those no, are I'm, men I'm tying, without. I'm tying I'm this kidding. together. I'm just okay, kidding. I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> well, Leah Here, Thomas is a woman without boobs. Here's the next part: yeah. is um, the Israel just released a study that found that they five weeks after the second COVID vaccine, that young healthy men had had a decrease of 22 percent on average of sperm count. They're transgender now. No, but I'm saying no, everything, I'm everything that is, this seems to be a concerted, I mean, this seems to be a concerted effort to me to demasculinize the world because it's only men with chest that are going to stand up and say, no, we're not doing this stuff. Some, they're, they're, they're trying to remove anybody that would stand up and push back against this great, you know, world economic forum insanity. But there are some men with chess, and there are women involved in this as well, in the World Council of Health who came out and released a very detailed report calling for the global removal of COVID-19 vaccines. They went through all of the databases of adverse reactions, compared them to other drugs that have been pulled. It's crazy. The charts are insane. We'll link the report in full. Yeah, I want to stress this is the World what's it, Council on Health, not the Correct. World Which Health was Organization. Founded, yes, this was the World Council of Health, and they were actually, they began in 2021 after all this, kind of in response to the COVID right. craziness. Right, the World Health Organization is basically the China puppet that we are Correct. considering turning over all of our health decisions to, and they can tell us when to shut down America. Correct. But at least Who? this other group formed out of it, and some people have, you know, they're, right. they went through it and now have published a, now an official detailed report. 
Also, shout out to Publix for what did Publix do? Well, they 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 approved the vaccine for children ages six months to five years old, and Publix is like, no, no, we're, we're not, not giving the vaccine kids. to kids under five. Oh, right, Publix because they were inje- they were yeah they were like one of the they yeah. were like one of the sites to get vaccinated, right. and they said, yeah, we don't yeah, care that it's out. approved. We're not injecting five year olds. Wow, I wish I had a Publix here to go to. Yeah, I made me want to go to Publix, except this is Van Wert County. We don't have anything like that. <laughs> Aren't you going to Florida at some point for some kind of vacation, Cade? You can go to Publix when you're there. Oh, sweet. They have Publix. And I will yeah. And I will even tell them, I'm here because you won't vaccinate children. I'm buying stuff from you because you guys are awesome. The COVID vaccine chart that you had put up reported deaths of major drug slash vaccine recalls. Um, it shows yeah. almost 30,000 on the COVID vaccines, which is way higher than any of the other vaccines that on the chart. But I don't understand right. where it has the recalled 2022. That is a there's an asterisk there. If you don't notice, I'm assuming that means. Oh yeah, I do see it. Okay, it's, it's barely it's yeah, a it's small. hopeful. Oh, so it hasn't been recalled yet. Yes, correct. But all but some of these other ones that had like um, 714 deaths, it was recalled in 2021. Things yes. like that. And, and yet we're now at almost 30,000 deaths via the VAERS uh, and FAERS reporting. Slash system. adverse events, right. not deaths only. But like they also state, they go this through. This says reported like deaths. Every, they go through all kinds of, oh, okay. They went through all kinds of databases and collected all, like, um, coalesced all this information. And they also state that these things are underreported as well. Right. So some people think by a very, very significant margin underreported. even care if they move on to the next pandemic just as long as i just need something fresh give me a fresh pandemic at least oh well we know there's another one coming we know there's another one coming because biden Biden said said there will be another pandemic so did you guys see the his little card i mean we've seen his note cards before but did you see this one yes you enter the room and set in (laughs) your seat emboldened and capitalized you and your everywhere it appears on the page now, they, I saw this Dr. Siegel on, on, uh, on TV today, and he Dr. said- Dr. Siegel? Siegel. Okay. Seagal? <laughs> Steven Seagal. Yeah, anyways, Steven Seagal. <laughs> anyways, he said that uh, when you, those are signs of a person who doesn't have what he labels executive function. When you have to, like, be reminded, this is, you know, this is you, this is what you're doing- yeah, right. That was the order of events. For. It was a rundown that said like it was the order of the how the whatever that event was going to go, and it literally told them to like walk in, greet people, yeah. sit down. The next, yeah, at your seat, like not somebody else's basic. seat. At your seat. He's going to yeah. start to get confused at you though, because he's going to read it and say you sit down, and he'll think it's somebody else. Pretty. The next step will be I sit down in green chair. <laughs> yeah, it literally. I like is, one of them sit was down at your seat. One of them was press enters, and that's all it said. And I like somebody made a joke that he's going to be thinking that he needs to like press a button. Press enter on like a yeah. <laughs> press enters. What am I pressing? Where's the enters? I combined that image. And you can see a good you know, part of the sheet that the card that he's looking at. With you can read it, and then I have uh, Kevin Bacon from Animal House going. Don't panic. All is well. <laughs> Remain calm. All is well. Yeah, yeah, tell, yeah. All that's what they keep telling. All is well. The guy doesn't even know what he'd have to tell him where you know to go in and sit down in his chair. And you're telling me all is well. And and so this man, this man that we just described, is running the country. And as you all know, the price of gas is insane. And the industry, the oil and gas industry, actually came out and offered. A 10-point plan to help, to actually help supply and prices. And Biden not only just ignored it, he mocked it. And his solution is to pause the gas tax for three months. No, his solution was to tell them just to charge less. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. Tell the tell the gas the uh, gas station. <laughs> yeah, gas stations to charge less. Just charge less. 
I like how they they were saying, oh, Republicans voted no against a bill that would put a cap on the amount that, you know, oil or gas stations were allowed to pay. That's called price fixing. That's what they do in Venezuela. We should not do that. They're like, oh, the Republicans, they hate you. They voted for your gas to be higher. No, they voted against price fixing. Those are two different things. The reason I'm going to say it again, this is all a futures market. It's not. It's not. I mean, we have a lower supply right now. That's true. But it's not about the fact that they're so low that, you know, it's increased by, you know, fourfold. It's that they know they're being told by this government, we want you to pump more gas now, but in five years we will have put you out of business. You, it, it costs billions and billions of dollars for them to go pump and refine more gas. Why would you make that investment? Well, yeah, and they, and there's the thing, is they want them. Biden and his, the people controlling him want them to go out of business. Right, that's why they're telling him we're yeah. going to put you out of business. Yeah. Because we're going to go green. And right. and then add to that, we're being told that we're going to have these brownouts and maybe blackouts this summer due to lack of electricity. But we want everybody go to, to go to electric vehicles. Please tell me how that works. I, I saw a good post about it. It's like those batteries in your electric car, they don't make electricity. They store electricity. Oh, yeah. Where's the electricity coming from? It's coming from coal, natural gas, diesel, nuclear this is literally Econ 101. They were going to, let's give out these gas rebate cards. Well, you're going to increase demand. It's like printing money. Oh, yeah. We're back to uh, inflation bucks. Inflation, right. Yeah, inflation. We have high prices because of inflation. inflation we have high prices because of inflation. We're going to basically print more money and give people, um, you know, money to buy gas, being more inflationary. But the, the, the kicker on it was, is we don't know if we can do the cards because we don't have the chips. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty basic. You're right. Econ 101 that more money chasing less goods is inflation. So we're making more money, but we're not. But we're 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 providing more money and less goods so we're doing both of the things that you should do to make it even worse not just one of them both of them right uh we don't have the chips for the cards which i'm not i don't want them to do the cards but um uh do the magnetic strips not work anymore well i i don't know you can still swipe your card yeah most places will have either swipe or chip and they still make cards that only swipe, like not credit cards or debit cards, but, you know, other like gift card things that only swipe. Here's the problem, though. <laughs> the chip, they want the chip because the chip gives them more information about you. It allows them to track you and quantify you better than the magnetic strip. You don't get near the information off of, you just use your card, as you, but the chip does. We're all, That's why I mean, it takes so long. That's why when you stick it in there, it takes forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they because I of that. I just do the beep way now, That though. tap thing is go, super beep. fast. Yeah. That Because of that chip or tapping it, they know that you, you're you going to get an ad to buy orange juice because they know you bought it a week ago and you go through about a, you know a gallon a week, and they know that about you. They know exactly what you bought. of them knowing and giving me ads based on what I do and talk about ever since we posted that episode a couple weeks ago every time I open YouTube there's always like one sponsored video in the top left and I have this video forever that is that is titled conjoined twins tragic news that it wants me to watch ever since we posted that episode where we talked about conjoined twins hey the me ranchito summit talked about conjoined twins a bunch today <laughs> i had to, i had to tell austin what conjoined twins were he didn't know what we were talking about so what? i showed him well that's because no 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 that's because you said siamese twins which is outdated term Could i be. feel like he would have known he said he right? didn't conjoined he said twins. he didn't i pulled up pictures to show him what and he was freaked out <laughs> what <laughs> yeah 
So if there's uh, if there's a conjoined twin, all right, and one of them murders somebody, can they put the innocent one in prison? That is also an amazing question. If there's conjoined twins and one of them is just the head. You're complicit. And the other person, how? What if that person is just the head? If were... What if they're just the head? What if they aren't control in control of any appendages? They're just along for the ride. They How loud can they possibly scream that, oh, this person's <laughs> going to kill this person? Not to mention they can't read their mind. I also want to know what you would do if the if let's say one of them had control of all appendages and one was just a head and the one with the appendages just shot the other one in the head but which it's only a head so what then is that murder yeah is that murder murder. okay but would that person get to live out their life in prison with the head removed so then would all of a sudden they be not a conjoined twin anymore and they'd rather be a non-conjoined twin in prison than a conjoined twin out of prison (laughs) i think it's worse i think you should i think you should have to leave the head and they should have to live with the guilt of what they did also the dead head on there since all the organs would continue to run would that dead head rot because the heart would still pump blood to it. Yeah. Whoa. You guys. I, I'm I, so confused I, now. I think, you're, I think you're going bridge too far here. I, As, I'm also not sure these things are possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think so either. That, that head and but not die. I will say this. If, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a conjoined twin and there's, any pre, and there's any pre-knowledge that the other person is planning murder and you don't turn them in, then you're then you're guilty to some you know, you're, you're you know like when the news but you how like do you when the news interviews you family members in. you know like when the news interviews like family members and like neighbors and they're like man he was so friendly i never knew that i would love if they were just zoomed in on the one head and the one head's like man i never would have guessed he always seems so nice and and then it just like zooms out a little bit and the other head's looking at him he's like i told you three weeks ago <laughs> but well yeah but i mean that's just it what if you if you did want to turn him in how would you do that you'd have to have some wait till they go to sleep of the body functioning <laughs> Yeah. Wait till their head. Wait till the other head goes to sleep, and then just oh, like, can you talk soft enough? Can you talk? No, it depends on how heavy a sleeper they are. Like, sorry, you need to speak up. I can't hear you. <laughs> My conjoined twin is asleep. They just murdered someone. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine a nine one one operator getting that call? <laughs> can you give me your address? <laughs> Do you think can you get can you can you get out of the room? Well, oh. no. <laughs> well, I can, but they're going with me. I can. Yeah. They're going to come I with can't me. Get away from them. Tell them you're going to get ice cream and bring them here. <laughs> bring them to the police station. In other insane news, did you see a story that a man tried to rob a Texas gun store armed with a knife. With a knife. <laughs> yeah, I did. Talk about taking a knife to a gunfight. He's dead. Yeah, he died. I probably didn't need to say that. <laughs> what? An idiot. So what if a conjoined twin robbed a gun? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thought? I mean, assuming there's any thought process at all. What's the thought I process wonder, on how he, you're going to get away with? I so want to die. It's he basically suicide into, by cop, but with a civilian. But it's not because he went into the store next door and tried to take something. It was more of a department type school clothing store. And they basically said, let go of the jeans that you're trying to take or we're going to call the police. And so he left and then went in the next like next door, which happened to be a gun store, and started trying to take money out of the cash register, holding the guy up with a with a knife. Did he see the guns well, the on the walls and stuff? Yeah, the employee obviously just shot the man. So, yeah, hmm. kind of stupid. I, I got to ask you this question: Did you guys see this? <laughs> did you guys see this story where a, a spider monkey? Belonging to a Mexican drug cartel. Cartel. Yeah, he was killed in a gunfight. Killed in a gunfight, but the monkey was wearing body this. armor. Everybody knew his name, 
and like there's pictures of the dead monkey wearing body armor and like the cam like a camo hoodie but he he's not nearly as like you would think whoa like that's a cool look a monkey in a camo hoodie with body armor on well he was also wearing a diaper so yeah it's not that cool yeah also he's dead i mean how did all that go down i mean why do you have a monkey in a body armor and Diaper and camouflage. And what kind of gun can and a monkey in the shoot? Of a gunfight. What kind of gun can a monkey shoot? Like a twenty-two Derringer. Was he participating in the gunfight or just caught in the crossfire? I mean, he had to carry his own weight. <laughs> I guess that's not a lot. 